Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. The Deuce is wild and wacky and here for the next... 160 216 episodes so here we go with episode number 284 wow wonder no longer listener this glass is half empty (laughs) we are on the downhill slope and we are trudging down 14th street we're just about by that weird skull hall on the left and i think it's a skull hall that's a big white building looks like a plantation house headed towards the wheel and from there the hawk and the hawk cafe pine room and even further from there bullwinkles and then i've never actually been inside any of those the the hawk or the wheel or or i i walked by there today and i was actually just thinking that i was like i have never been in the wheel and i was like looking in the windows and i'm like like this is a den of covid like what what but i kind of wanted to go in out of curiosity you know like it's the like the don't touch button of bars um i really i wanted i I was like what happens if i go in there will i explode i mean i'll definitely be the oldest one except for maybe the owner if the owner is still alive um but although i feel like that that bar gets a little bit of like returning alumni pop-ins yeah maybe i can pretend you might not be the oldest a returning alumni oh i wait i am actually technically be doing that but i mean more out of of the out-of-towner ones i think yeah it'll it'll pop up mentions of it will pop up on a like sports center in relation to like ku sports sometimes because i think it's an understood like reference point for for students but i also think i don't know i think that might be i wonder how much that is a people who like come to ku but uh like didn't live in lawrence before and don't really live in lawrence after if that's kind of a touch a touchstone for for that type of college student who is maybe slightly more connected to ku than like the townier college student uh who i feel like i don't know i never like lived in campus housing or anything myself i, was I have heard that they have good burgers but there if there's one thing i've learned living in lawrence for as many years as i have is that there is always some jackass who will say any place has the best burger in lawrence no matter how bad the burgers are it's uh it's just a, that's just a thing yeah i feel like a lot of times it's at least pretty good but it's like i don't know about best my guy yeah i don't know about best yeah. Oh, dude. I, my mom just called in the middle of this podcast and I screened yeah. her. I just screened my mom on Google Fi. That's so rude. And she just got the message like, we don't know who this is. Will you please, uh, will you please let us know what your name is and what your message is? Um, so I just fucking put my Google, like my Google assistant just totally, totally blew off my mom. That's awesome. I feel like this is a good day. Oh man, your mom is going to be in a feud with your Google assistant. You know what? If she can get past it, then she deserves to see how the war with the robots is going to start. Your mom and your Google assistant. 
<laughs> well, man, be that, man. The Mrs. O'Leary's cow of the fire that is the war with the robots. Not since John Connor has the world experienced such a technophobic mother as mine. Um, and she wasn't really a technophobe. I mean, early on, she had a, a Walkman in the first one, didn't she? Like, she liked technology, and then it tried to kill her, and then <coughs> she hated yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I guess the Walkman didn't attempt to assassinate her or look and talk like Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's true. Although you can't trust a Walkman if you are dealing with an evil robot situation. Because I remember in the old Transformers Marvel comics, like, there was a Walkman one, and he was up to no good. Really? Like he was an actual Walkman? Yes. Wow. You heard it here first, kids. So, hey, today we were going to like nerd out a little bit, right? We were going to talk about um, a game which both you and I play and enjoy. And I think we've talked about it on here before. Perhaps we're going to stop all this robot war talk and get into some nerd shit. Yeah. Oh, man. why Why do you do that to me? Like, like, it's as if. Like I've got, I've got both my legs uh, wobbling on the floor and you just, you just kick one out, like kick one out from under me. And then I'm like even more wobbly. I mean, do you see what you did there? You just like, you just took a thing that I said and you, you were like made fun of it, man. Well, no, here's, here's what I'm trying to do. I'm not kicking that a leg out from the wobbly table. I'm kicking those training wheels off your bike. Cause it's time for you. It's time for you to soar. Wow. Wow. You really took that one and spun it like a champ. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're like the Brad Pascal of Lawrence based podcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, that guy's a douchebag, huh? The Trump's yeah. Trump social media guy, Brad Pascal, who apparently had a, a come to Jesus, almost uh, committed suicide, didn't commit suicide. Mm-hmm. There's maybe some DV involved. And now he's representing Oh God! Who is he representing? Some really like celebrity wannabe politician in a run for office, um, but it's a Democrat, so we're supposed to buy into the narrative that he's like changed his evil ways and whatever. It's oh my God! Why why is politics just a reality show and not even a good reality show? It's a bad reality show. It's the kind of reality show where you just you would you, you wish you could vote everybody off the island, but your vote's been gerrymandered, so you can't you can't vote anybody off the island because ultimately you have no control. It's the illusion. It's the illusion of control, and it's slipping further and further every day. D and D. <laughs> Sorry, that was an abrupt stop. <laughs> yeah, well, I was just kinda, I thought I'd seg it. So you were supposed to just jump on that. I was soaring, man. I was soaring. Yeah, you were soaring. Sorry. Yeah. I, you were soaring, but that I forgot to I forgot that you, you still needed landing gear. I got ready to train you. <laughs> yeah, gear. yeah, you did. That was, you did. Uh, that was a structural mistake on you know, our part. Uh, uh-huh. the engineering department's gonna get an earful. The first time I, I rode a bike with no no training wheels, my dad like took him off and he's like, you can do this, you can do this. And I did it and I did it. And he's like, great job, son. And it was the classic, like I ran it right up a fucking tree like two <laughs> seconds after that and like flipped over and fell down. And he was like, oh, that's how my life goes. Training wheels. I need them. 
I want him. Why do we have to get rid of training wheels? Whose fucking garbage idea is it to like put people in harm's way and then tell them, well, this is what you need to gain independence and autonomy. No, fuck mm-hmm. that. Offer people assistance until they're ready to fly on their own, I say. And if they aren't ready to fly, well, then, you know, we just we we adapt. We adapt and we and we work with them instead of taking off their training wheels and watching them fly up a tree and then land and hurt their heads and get one of the multiple concussions they would get as a child because they they couldn't seem to not hit their head on things. Landing gear. Yeah. I never had training wheels on my bike. Ooh, fancy! But I also like it. Like my dad was just kind of like running around, like holding onto the seat for a little while because I think they were just like, "It's cool, you'll get it before too long." Yeah, they probably wanted to save some money on training wheels. That's true. Like like kids heal faster than pocketbooks, Mm -hmm. which was not your dad. I was able to. I was able to start to 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 put it together. But I do remember, like, I was starting to to put it together after, like, you know, I don't know, a few times of trying, like, like a few days by by times. I mean, like, going a little bit back and forth. Like, we would only go so long because, especially, my dad was like running around with me. So it's like, you know, he wasn't an Olympic runner or anything. He needed to, to not be doing that. But like I was like I was getting it pretty good, but then there was like uh, at the I lived on this street where like uh, it was like a little kind of had this connection point between some major streets and like a school. Like my middle school was down the road a ways, but there was like a pretty drastic hill that like dropped around, and there was a park, and it ran over towards the middle school. And the guy, there was uh, this one dude, I can't remember now what his name was, but they, they lived like a couple of houses down from some friends of mine. So I kind of was riding with her and he's like, he's like, oh, you got it. He's like, well, you can keep going further. And I was like, I don't know, man, the hill. He's like, you got it. And I was like, okay. And I tried to go further down. I ended up crashing into some reeds uh, along the side of the hill. Cause like that hill, like I said, if you don't stop, like, man, it goes, you had some crazy sledding from up in the woods. There's a few hills that shot out of the woods, but you mm. had to be careful. Cause one of them was angled. It would shoot you right into the street. So as we got a little older and a little, you know, bigger, heavier so that we could get some more velocity going, you would have to keep one guy like poised at the bottom of the hill and out a little bit with their like saucer, like up like a shield so that you would, they they could just ricochet you back into into the grass towards the park. (laughs) <laughs> man that's some catcher in the rye shit right there that's the, yeah. <laughs> the watcher on the wall the last <laughs> the last bastion of uh of safety uh mm-hmm. the saucer the saucer man um <laughs> that's great i i swear we used to we used to sled on potter's uh potter's lake was kind of the annual thing and every year i swear this was like the 70s when 80s when like people didn't give a shit and every year you would hear the story of like one kid who would fall in the lake and crack the ice and like go under and they'd always survive like they never died in this thing and i don't know if it happened once or if it actually did happen every year but it seemed like the story got retold every year as if it was a fresh kid um and 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 so you know you it was always on our minds like because if if, if, people would always build a big ramp at the bottom so you could jump but if you went too far you would actually skid out onto the lake if you couldn't stop in time and uh so depending on how thick the lake was with ice 
Uh, and you do not want to fall into potters. I mean, that is a dirty, dirty cesspool of a of a lake uh, pond, yeah. really. Um, I remember that was like, I remember when I was a kid and came back here for the summer. Like, occasionally I would do like science program things. And I remember getting like, doing some kind of like, I don't know, biological science thing where we got samples from that lake. <laughs> Nice, nice. And like some some creeks and some other spots, but I definitely remember going there and being like, man, there's a lot of shit here in there. <laughs> uh well, uh, we were gonna we need to talk about D D because we just used about half our our uh, our podcast to talk about sledding, which was delightful. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad we did. But let's talk about let's talk about um let's talk about some some D. Yeah. So when- uh, we were just kind of like uh, we were talking about like 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 uh like gaming gaming tips because we have a lot of friends who play yeah and we have a lot of friends who who uh who gm and uh i was just telling you that like i had some some potential ideas for a game that, that i'm running and mm-hmm. and uh thought it might be fun to just kind of chat about it so like do yeah, first man. of all listeners do you game like hashtag double deuce i D or d d d and d there you go. That's the one. D D D and D. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd be interested to know how many people are out there like gaming the games. And uh, what do you do? Do you like the GM? Do you like to play? I also get the sense that a lot of people don't like running a game, which has always kind of been strange to me because I I enjoy it. Um, yeah. But but I, I think like that it, it is it is a certain amount of extra work, and I can understand like the, the that part yeah uh you know just more to have to deal with yeah i know yeah, definitely. I've, I've been doing more of it here in pandemic times that i'm I, there is a part of me it's like i'm gonna definitely have to cut back a bit whenever i can like uh find some work again <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's gotten like like I'm, I'm really surprised that it hasn't been a cause for divorce yet because i so we play well i'm playing in four games right now mm. and that's a lot which i you know i used to have one and then branched out into two and had two in real life and then um but one of them was like twice a month and then the, the pandemic started and i picked up two more pandemic related games so mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's gotten a little, it's a little easier control. to get into more of them with the online one where it's like you're just at your place and then when it's time for it to start, you hop online and then hop off. Like it is a little bit less. Uh, I don't know. It, you're not out for a while potentially doing it. It's it's less of a time commitment in some way. And the, the not ha- being able to play with people who don't live around here is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, speaking of like being able to connect with people from across the country, probably now is the time in our show when we should promo our sponsor, Applebee's. Oh, yeah. Would you, would you like to shout out Applebee's? Yeah, here's the thing. You know, Applebee's, we've had a lot of fun at their expense, but I saw a commercial the other day that they're bringing back this orange chicken thing that I seem to remember being pretty good. So I'm going to maybe, I don't know, figure out eating Applebee's at some point, maybe in the next few weeks, I guess. So you got me, Applebee's. You got me, man. Man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try the chicken thing again sometime. There you go. We're probably. I mean, it's still, you know, probably. Is that is that your tagline? Applebee's probably. 
Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Probably going to try out that one thing I saw on that commercial, but you know, we'll see. But still, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. You know what? 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 I used to get when that's I was there. Apple, and, that's how Apple movies will really get you because you yeah. you won't have it for a while, and you'll see like an ad for something, and you'll be like, I might give that a try. I yeah. There's al- there's always like one thing, and for me, it was um, and I, I just hate saying the name because it's such an insult to Asian people, but the Asian chicken salad, which mm-hmm. you know wasn't. Um, it just had a sweet sauce and almonds and and those little egg noodles, and so they called it Asian chicken salad. But it's a really good um, little fried chicken salad with a, a sweet kind of sesame dressing, mm. and uh, and so you know I, I I sometimes miss it. I sometimes miss it. I got it once, and that was enough for like three years. I mean, there literally. I think was it's you know food. the human body is 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 not engineered to be able to remember exactly like uh the, the sensations of pain like you remember like to an extent like the the intensity maybe or that but you can't like actually re- remember the that the, the exact feeling of that pain it, it, it's it shuts your body your, your brain shuts that out so that you you know aren't like constantly living in horrible fear of of, of the pains you've had but and i feel like that that plays to Applebee's benefit because after a while you're like you know Applebee's I remember occasionally ha- eating food there and then you're like let's give it a try again and you're like oh that's right that's why I don't go that often yeah yeah I do that with Matt Applebee's wheelhouse is the the human body's like mechanisms to to avoid just just curling up in a ball about once a year I get nostalgic for the Mad Greeks Euro platter because I used to love it as a as a high school kid. And I, and every time I have it, I, I get disappointed. I'm like, oh man, this just isn't as good as it used to be. And, uh, and then I go for a year and then I'm like, uh, almost like clockwork. It's like, oh man, you know, I really should try it again. See if it gets any better and it never gets any better, but here's the thing. I'll never stop trying. Yeah. I'll never, why can't I quit you mad Greek? Why can't I quit you? I mean, maybe try to try try a different dish. I feel like they got a lot of good. Dishes. No, no. Okay. I can't Flaming speak cheese. to the to the quality of that particular dish, especially over a long period of time. But. Well, there's the Mad Greek combo. I do sometimes get that because that has the uh, the masaka, mm. um, which is pretty pretty good, um, and and that's not not terrible. But uh, again, it's been uh, touch and go lately. Yeah, I don't think it's all homemade anymore. I think it's all Cisco at this point. We should have Todd Soden because I think he cooks for them, or at least he used to come on and tell us how much of it is Cisco and how much of it is is, is fresh. But I think a lot of it's Cisco these days. Cisco making your restaurant's food behind your back since 1894 and taking it around in trucks. Yeah, it's definitely a. Uh... Like, I'm not going to say that that necessarily makes makes for bad eating, but at the same time, it's a different it's different eating than a fresh one. Fresh one's going to be better most of the time if you do it right. Like, yeah, know, I've seen some people, you know, like make some Cisco shit shine, you know. But uh, yeah, but you're you are you're starting at a disadvantage. Definitely, definitely, oh, it's a lot faster. I'll give you that. I mean, and I can understand that too. Having worked in in a kitchen, and granted, it was an Applebee's kitchen, but everything Applebee's was pre-made. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we didn't we didn't actually the steaks we 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 cooked because I mean, what does it take to grill a steak? You know, you throw it on the grill, you're like steak done. Mm-hmm. But everything else was it came in like tubs and and buckets and tubs and buckets and buckets and tubs. 
Ramekins. Oof. What a time. What a world. Top three Ramekins. Top three Ramekins. The Duchess of Kent's 1897 Summer Fate uh, Limited Edition Waterford Crystal Ramekin. Uh, Johnny's West 2014 cracked ramekin but the sauce had gotten a little mixed up so it was the best like wilson sauce buffalo sauce combo with a little blue blue cheese thrown in there that i've ever had that's ramekin two and ramekin three would have to be uh belong to the czar peter of russia because it's always uh, it's always going to be something that belonged to czar peter of russia in third place and that was a ramekin that had a ramekin in it that had a ramekin in it that had a ramekin in it those are the best three ramekins i've ever known about for bonus points spell ramekin Right. This is a very easy ramekin is very easy to spell if you are in a business in which knowing the spelling of ramekin is important. The key to remember when spelling ramekin is how many M's are actually in it, because initially one would think, oh, it's just R-I-M-N-K-I-N, but it's not. It's it's much more. Uh, comprehensive than that. There are a couple of silent M's in there. So it's actually, all right, here we go. R A M M M M M M M M M M I C E N. I'm sorry, no, that's that's not correct. It, what? It, it's it's. Uh, I'm sorry. It's it's R A M M M M M M M M M M M M M E K I N. Well, that's all the time we have for today. We're going really good there for a while. You had the right number of M's and everything, but then you really went off the rails there. Thanks for tuning in. I didn't give you you landing gear. I'm sorry. You didn't. Uh, So I'm going to take that one's one's on me, too. That one's on me, too. Take responsibility, kids, when when something goes wrong and you had a hand in it. You got to take responsibility, even if, you, you know, even if, you know, like if somebody on your crew drops a body like you you also help drop that body you know what i mean like hey hey you. hey and also don't ever ever grab the ramekins from under the salamander without a hand towel wrapped around your hand trust me that's right because that shit can hurt that shit can right, hurt kids. this has been our D episode thank you for listening Dude, i guess we'll have to come back to that next time if you want to get that D D action next i time. really i feel like we covered it didn't we i mean I mean, we covered a lot of it. I don't know that we talked about Applebee's enough yet. So, I mean, well, like once again, listeners, a reason to come back next time. Do you think there's a porno named Ramacum? Yes. But I think it's probably more like Egyptian appropriation than it is about Ramekins. Oh, man. Yeah, this is added a weird racial overtone that I'm not sure I'm comfortable with. I was thinking more about ceramics. Like yeah, no, I know you were, but you asked a question. Like, I, I mean, different spelling is what I'm saying. But yeah, 
but phonetically identical. I like phonetics. She's Double my favorite deuce. X-Man. Double deuce. Double deuce. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at doubledeucepod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do, and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. <laughs>